0: are tuned into nerd overload your weekly show for video games movies tv shows comics tech news and more sponsored in part by replays gameware movies and more and creative foundations employing individuals with disabilities now your hosts sam dunham cody pinnick samantha cross and josh harrison
1: hey everybody it's that time again time for another episode of the nerd overload the show that normally discusses Pop and geek culture from movies to TV and video games, but this week it's just all video games. E3, the big trade show where all the video game companies go to LA and show off what they've got coming out the next couple of years, happened, and there's so much news that we're just doing all video games. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. There is so much news, we are just going to blow straight through
0: the check it outs real quick. um I don't have anything. My stuff is all E3-related. We could talk about that later.
1: Yeah. I mean, everything I've done is pretty much E3-related, too. A lot of watching live streams of all the different companies and playing the occasional Splatoon match still.
2: <laughs> I watched Chris Pratt try to save people from getting eaten by dinosaurs.
1: Oh, man. Oh, so you watched... Uh, uh, the Lego movie. <laughs> you got you got an advanced
0: copy of uh, uh, Guardians 2?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I saw Jurassic World, and it's really good.
0: Oh, Excellent. That's what I want to hear.
2: It's it's really good. I really liked it.
1: Yeah, I really want to see it. I just haven't had time to actually get to the theater. It was packed, and it was like in the middle of the day, too. It was ridiculous. Jeez. <sighs> Did anyone say Clever Girl?
0: Did that come no, up? No, one- No, but no. there were
2: lots of other references.
0: Okay, cool. Was someone on a toilet while also being eaten by a T-Rex?
2: No. Ah.
0: Uh, okay, still, still good. <laughs> they, right. they missed
1: an opportunity. They missed it,
0: they missed it for some scatological
1: humor. Yeah. <laughs>
2: When you gotta go, you gotta go.
1: <laughs> uh, anybody else got anything? Got... No, not really. No? Shaking your head no? Okay. Yeah, that shows up on the radio when you shake your head. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and jump right into E3.
0: Um, E3 news. Yeah, you know what? The thing that really kind of started it off um, is actually kind of my check it out. Uh, there was a big Sm- um, Smash Brothers announcement. Yeah, um, the day before everything Like the started. day before. And uh, uh, essentially... Three new uh, characters were added to the roster. Um, Roy from Fire Emblem, Lucas from um, Earthbound. Well, it's probably going to end up being called Earthbound 2, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But Mother 3 in Japan. And uh, Ryu from Street Fighter. Hadoken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's just great.
1: Yeah, I, Ryu is so cool.
0: Oh, yeah. It's great because his, uh, his inputs... For people who've played the game, there's like... It's a two-button system, you know, there's... You know, your standard attack and your special attack.
1: It, it's like a fighting game, but super simplified, but yeah, so anybody can enjoy it exactly. without memorizing a bunch of ridiculous commands.
0: Exactly. But the thing with Ryu is you can input his original Street Fighter commands with using the regular attack button, and it gives you uh, powered-up versions of his B-button specials. So, like, doing the motion for the fireball gives you a little more oomph behind it than just play, pressing the B-button for the fireball.
2: So if you go, like, the, the quarter downright, rotation, yeah. downright... Yeah, down right in the button, and he does a, a super high token
0: uh, Yeah, it's a little more powered up. And if you do the full like uh, bottom half like um, 180, he gives you the the red like the flaming fireball. Okay. Like, yeah, and the uh, and actually, if you do the motion for the uppercut and you connect just right, it's an instant kill.
1: Nice. Like, it's it's, it's, like, it's like, like an instant smash.
0: It's like an instant smash. Yeah. Oh. And speaking of smashes, his final smash. You know that little glowing orb thing that that pops yeah. up. He has two of them. If you're far away from your opponent, he throws a giant fi- uh, Hadoka, a giant fireball. If he's close up, he does like a like a three tiered like uppercut. Ryuken, Ryuken, yeah, oh. it's crazy, it's crazy, and it makes me wish that Nintendo had made more new characters to the series because Roy and and Lucas they were in previous versions of the games,
1: yeah, and they're also both just clones of other characters, you know. Lucas basically looks like Ness. I mean, he's blonde Ness. They're both striped. Yeah, and just like how Falco is star-
2: is uh, is Fox.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it seems like wasted potential. It makes but it makes me excited for more um, additions because there are they are going to add to the cast more. Oh, they will because it's it's a gold mine. I yeah. mean, so many people bought that pack of DLC when it came out that the eShop went down.
0: Oh, I oh I know. I tried for hours to get it downloaded. <laughs> But uh, and beyond that, they actually did a lot of uh, new me fighter costumes, including some from Tekken, some from uh, um, Virtual, Virtual fighter. fighter, which came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, v- Virtual Fighter well, hasn't done anything in a while.
0: Yeah, and it it kind of makes it in- it's interesting that you know if they don't have enough interest in putting like the full character into the game, they will at least make a me fighter <laughs> costume of it, so you can
1: kind of fake your way into having <laughs> that character yeah. in the game. They it's, did that with the Splatoon kids. There's yeah. a Splatoon costume. And Isabel from Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. She
0: is a gunfighter. Her gun is a party popper. <laughs> That's it's funny. crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy, but you still see the Mii's face. It's like a it's like an actual costume. It's not like you just turn into Isabel like the dog.
1: Isabel it looks
0: like Isabel ate, and you're just your face is popping out of its mouth. <laughs> It's yeah, it's that's adorable just, and offsetting. It's disturbing. Like a, little,
1: a cute little Shih Tzu puppy. Yeah, <laughs> in case you don't know.
0: But yeah, and they added a couple of new stages. Uh, one from uh the Kirby from the original 64 version of Smash. It's really small. It's really small. Yeah. And there's a lot of pixelation on the tree's face. Have you no- did you notice?
1: I, I don't actually have that. I've just seen okay. it in video. I haven't yeah. looked that close.
0: Yeah, they they really. I mean, they really kind of uh, chintzed out a little bit on it, but it's cool. I mean, it's cool. And uh, Ryu stage from Street Fighter. It's is, really cool. Yeah. yeah, that's really fun.
2: Do they drop a Honda?
0: No. No, but there but there are breakable backgrounds.
1: Ah. <laughs> yeah, they should drop in a car and then Oh yeah. And then if it gets completely broken somebody comes out and goes, "Oh my car." <laughs> but uh and they added the meverse. Now, I don't have a, a Wii U, so it I haven't tried it. It's kind of lame. Oh, I mean, yeah? it's just a standard stage with drawings from children in the background. Okay. And just like kids trying to be funny and not Yeah. It is kind of interesting that you can actually, when you do the drawings, you actually set it to a specific
0: character in the Meverse, like social media. They're kind their of chintzy social media-ish kind of bulletin
1: thing. bulletin board thing. Yeah. It's like a forum.
0: Yeah, it's a but you could set a specific character to it, so it'll only pop up when that character is fighting. I think that's novel. I think they could have yeah. done more with it.
1: But yeah, it's, it's a, novel. It's a good idea, but nobody who's talented enough at drawing or writing is doing anything with it yet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, look at Splatoon. I mean, there's some really creative stuff on Splatoon. Eventually, they're going to get they're going to want to take a break from shooting things and want to punch things and then, you know, they'll draw their stuff on that, I think.
1: Yeah, cuz when you win as a character on that stage afterwards, it asks you if you want to draw something for that character. Oh, it does. Interesting. But I haven't seen anything that was the slightest bit funnier. Interesting. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure someone's going to latch on to it eventually. Yeah, because usually the Miiverse community can be pretty creative, like you said, with Splatoon, but it wasn't showing yet on Smash Brothers. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, no no handsome Squidward's in Smash?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of bad drawings by little children. <laughs>
0: beyond, the, uh, beyond a couple of Amiibo announcements, but I think we can probably just roll that all into one big Nintendo talk later on. But I think that was it for Smash. Um, what do we want to jump to? I mean, we have a million things to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, we we could do it in the order that it happened, I guess. Microsoft was first. Okay, and we'll probably talk about them the least because I think we all have. Well, you have vested interest in Microsoft. You were planning on buying an Xbox One.
2: I thought about it, but I I might go with a Wii U actually. <laughs> we can be friends. Yeah, I know, we, right? Friends. I'll
1: shoot you with ink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'll shoot you with ink.
0: Guys, guys, you can both shoot each other with ink. It's alright.
2: Okay. This is coming from the guy who just hides in it.
0: Hey, it is a legitimate strategy, alright? <laughs> anyway, Microsoft
1: microsoft's big thing and it kind of is a big thing is that they're um, bringing backwards compatibility to the xbox one that's great it's
2: about darn time
1: yeah so you'll be able to play your old games and your old xbox live arcade downloads will transfer over oh okay that's really good news which yeah that's a really big deal it makes me almost kind of want to buy an xbox one where before i had no interest in it now so
0: it's just a software thing like That's the only thing preventing them from having backwards compatibility in the first
1: place. Apparently, it's really well. And
2: and it really ticks me off.
1: And that's the question: Why didn't they have that from the get-go? I don't know, but they really should have. They really
0: should have, especially if everything was right there. You know, Uh,
1: they wouldn't have taken a big as big of a hit from the beginning. I think because yeah, yeah, their console was more expensive. But if they could have had backwards compatibility over Sony from the start. It probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't have lost so many users. Well, it would have. It would have um, convinced more
0: players to sell their 360 to get a Xbox yeah, One. That's it. Because you know what? Why do you want to get the new system where you can play all of your old games? And like, therefore, the longest time everything was coming out for 360 and Xbox One.
2: Yeah, I have a guy I worked with who bought two copies of Call of Duty uh, Advance, uh, the Advanced Warfighter or whatever. To say he had friends on the 360 and the One.
0: Oh wow! Well, that's. Yeah. Misplaced
2: devotion, yeah. I think. But, but yeah. well, he's like 20 years old. So. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, explain the backwards compatibility a little bit more. Like,
1: yeah, I, I don't know the
2: details uh, all that I don't much. Think they
1: said much besides, guess what, guys, you can play your 360 games. <laughs> See, I,
2: I read an article about it, and they were talking about how I'm not even sure if the update's even live yet for that. But basically, by Christmas time, over 100 360 titles were going to be available on or um, the update anyway, to, for the to be able to play it. And basically developers had to submit a form to, to Microsoft, and then Microsoft would then do the rest to make that particular game backwards compatible.
0: Right, yeah, that's what I heard. It was developers huh. having to submit their game saying, we would like this game to be backwards compatible, and Microsoft cherry-picking from that list, from those developers. It's kind of a weird way of going about it.
2: Well, they kind of did the same thing with the 360 in the in the in the original Xbox games. Yeah, yeah.
1: not all the original Xbox games are yeah. backwards compatible. Yeah, and basically
2: you had to put it, you had to put the disc in the box, and then it basically you had to download, the, you had to have the, up, an updated Xbox Live, and then you had to put the disc in the in the machine, and then it would kind of do like a micro update and be able to play it. So it would be like um, loading Windows into like from
0: Windows Seven, loading XP mode to play some classic games, or or opening up like Command Prompt
2: or something to, yeah. to play some, yeah. to play old DOS.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a big emulation thing, I think. Right. They probably just didn't have the code for it yet, and now they do. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's cool. That's really cool. It's something I really hope Sony does, because I have a whole bunch of PlayStation 3 games I can't play because my PlayStation 3 is broken. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, they had another game called uh, Record, which I don't know exactly what it was about. They had a trailer where there was a, the girl in the desert with a robot and getting attacked by other robots. <laughs> yeah. Now this is the guy that. Uh, yeah, this is, it's by K.G. and Afune, the guy that did Mega Man and Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. And so, so
0: ladies and robots are kind of the wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's by the the rest of the some of the guys from Metroid Prime. that did Metroid Prime. They used to work at Retro, but now they have another company, I guess. Ah. Uh, okay. But that should be good. I mean, that's some good. Uh, um, good creators behind it, so that should be an interesting thing, yeah, yeah, uh, they had Halo Five stuff, which I don't know if any of us are really into Halo at all. you know there I mean, was a
0: point in my life where I played a lot of Halo despite not owning a system. figure that one out, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah i just i don't have
0: I just don't have interest in it,
1: yeah, I mean i of all the big shooter franchises that people get psyched about, I probably. Tolerate it the most. Well, because you're not shooting people. Yeah, you're shooting, you know, fantasy
2: alien types. You know. Well, the last one I played was Reach, and I really liked that one. And that's basically where I went with three was was and I used to be real big into Halo, like when the original Xbox was still the big hot thing. But also, I worked for GameStop at the time, so it was like. That's what you did. That's yeah, what you <laughs> had to
0: do, yeah, yeah. I mean, Halo
2: 2, like, that night was insane.
0: Uh, I actually remember, yeah. I remember that being a crazy night.
2: Oh, man. We had, like, 500-something people at the mall. It was ridiculous.
1: Jeez. Yeah.
2: Some dude tried to break his, almost broke his foot because he went to the wrong door and tried to <laughs> kick in a, a locked mall door. He
1: tried to kick in a door to get to his Halos. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, that's devotion. Also, let's take a moment and think, can you imagine five hundred people in the mall? Wow. Our
0: mall. Today? It was a line.
2: It was a line. Through that, that hallway that goes from that back door where the bathrooms are, all the way up to the GameStop.
0: Wow. Wow. I can't I can hardly imagine five people in the mall now. Yeah.
2: I know, right? It's like
0: the people the only people in the mall are the ones that work there.
2: And the old people who walk the loop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: The mall walkers. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, uh I mean but all, that's another thing. With like Halo Reach was the last one Bungie made themselves.
1: Yeah. Now they're now they're all up Destiny.
2: Yeah. Which is I don't know.
1: I like Destiny a lot, I, but I I like Destiny, but it's not.
2: It, I, it was like Titanfall. I like Titanfall, but it was so it was hyped so much that I. But it it didn't quite deliver as much hype as I it, eventually as I thought it would.
1: I didn't pay any attention to the hype because I thought it would be something I wouldn't like. And went into it completely blind, and I really like it. <laughs> but uh, other things from Microsoft, they had a, a like a pirate online game called Sea of Thieves, which they had a trailer for that looked super duper fake. Oh yeah, but uh, but it looked but it was cool conceptually. Like, who doesn't want to play a pirate game? Where you got ship combat, ground combat, you know, searching for treasure. MMO with with your friends sounds like a that, good idea. Yeah, that sounds
2: that does sound like fun. Pirates make everything better. Yeah.
1: Now, is that just for the Xbox One, or is that going to be PC as well? I think they said Xbox One, but okay. it could be PC later. I mean, yeah. a lot of their stuff ends up that way. Yeah, yeah. But no, that does sound like
0: fun. I mean, I hope the ship combat is handled better than, uh, from what I hear, Assassin's Creed, the the pirate one. I didn't. I wish I would have played that one, but I haven't. I've heard that the ship combat was not great. So, but... but- Beyond that, I have no idea, so...
1: Yeah, their trailer for Sea of Thieves, they try to make it look like it's actual gameplay. Like, they put names over the characters' heads. <laughs> oh, geez. But it's like, I can tell this is not gameplay. Like, there's so many things wrong about this.
2: <laughs> Me being of the extremely love of pirate, all things pirate, I've played a lot of games that have ship combat, and it's a very weird thing to try to do, like, well. Either it's so simple it's stupid... Or it's so complicated, it's almost impossible.
1: Yeah. Right. The only games with ship combat I can think of where it was really good is Sim- Sid Meier's Pirates, where it's probably a little too simple. hmm And it's not a pirate game or a boat game, but Star Trek Online has really cool Yeah, ship that's what combat. I was going to say.
2: Yeah. yeah. Star Trek Online has great uh, ship combat. I don't know. I used to play this, this pirate MMO that I think it still kind of exists, sort of, but it was called Pirates of the Burning Sea. It was on PC. And... The way it worked was, you had to you had to worry about the wind and depending on how well you were going to turn and how fast you were going to go, but then you had various guns that had very different um, ranges, and there was like you had a firing arc in front of, or like around your ship of where huh. you were going to hit. Okay. And depending on where necessarily you were, in while you were sailing around is dependent, like maybe specifically where you hit, or if you had a specific type of ammunition loaded. Like chain shot would rip down mass, and then the sh- your ship you're fighting would stop moving. Okay. And basically, you could just park behind it where it can't shoot you, and just blow it, blow it away.
1: <laughs> I always wanted to play that game, but I could never. Whenever there was like a free trial or something, I could never get it to work. Because, it's free to
2: play now, but um, nobody's ever on it.
1: I might check it out. It's, you could it, rule. You yeah. can rule the seas. You could be the not Black really beard because of... <laughs> there's the, because
2: it's it's all player based economy, and there's nothing in the there's nothing in the auction houses to purchase.
1: Oh. We all have to get into Wildstar, by the way. I know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah I like I know. it a lot. And it's <laughs> it's going free-to-play, and right now there's a Humble Bundle where you can get it for literally a dollar.
2: And with 30 days free time. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Super, super awesome. So check that out, because it's a really good game. Yeah. But back on topic. <laughs> yeah, back on topic. Well, Which is other in, game. We can go into the multi-platform uh, yeah, stuff Yeah, let's now. do it. Why not? Um, There was... Bethesda did their own E3 show, which they don't. It's the first time they've ever done it, but they're a big deal now, so yeah, they, they kind of do enough. that. Yeah, they can do it. Um First thing they showed was a new Doom, which is reaching back into the you know the classics. Yeah, and it looks really cool. I mean, it looks like Doom. Um, they it's super brutal. Like, there's a lot of crazy.
0: It's interesting you say the word brutal because I've heard that they kind of borrowed heavily from the fan modded game Br- Brutal Doom. They
1: absolutely did. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They maybe should uh, pay Sergeant Mark, the guy that made Brutal Doom, maybe pay him some money. Yeah. Because it's a lot of the same stuff.
0: Really? But
1: Brutal Doom is really fun, so it's kind (laughs) of a good way to go with it. Yeah. Um, It's faster, like Doom should be. Good. The, The designs are pretty cool. The monsters look cool, but... I would like them to be more colorful, because mm-hmm. when you think about the original Doom monsters, they actually have a lot of color oh, going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The,
2: the flying eyeball things were like, a super bright red, and, like, the zombie guys are, like, bright green hair. And...
1: Yeah, and the big brown imps or the pink demons. But yeah. Every all the monsters in this Doom kind of have the same kind of fleshy, browny stuff going on.
0: For now. Maybe they'll update it. Yeah. Who knows?
1: There's a there's a whole modding feature to it. You can make your own maps through this tool called Doom Snap Map. Really, that's interesting. So you can make your own maps and game modes and basically like baby's first modding suite huh. <laughs> for Doom. Oh wow, that's... which is kind of cool. That is cool. That something is cool. that's like a running theme with this E3, I think, is allowing people to mod games. Yeah, there's a couple make their own maps and yeah yeah there's a couple games that have that. Um, Fallout 4 too We'll get into yeah. that When we get to Fallout 4 Yeah The multiplayer in Doom Looked a lot like Quake 3
2: Oh really? Okay Which
1: is good That's some of my favorite Deathmatch Oh is, man yeah.
2: Quake You want to talk about Lightning fla- lightning fast Multiplayer death Yeah <laughs> Spawn dead Spawn dead Spawn <laughs> dead
1: <laughs> Like it looks like A cool game It looks it looks better Than uh, Doom 3 was And even I, Everybody Trashes on Doom 3 And I'm Kind of a Doom 3 Apologist I Kind of like the game but <laughs> but it looks really good graphics aren't as nice as also as you would expect it kind of looks like maybe they started development on the older consoles and now they're moving over to the new ones and it's kind of it looks like in between the two type of thing mm-hmm. kind of like how fallout 4 looks
2: yeah i mean fallout 4 did look a lot like uh, with prettier backgrounds but it still model wise looked a lot like 3 in new vegas
1: yeah which, which we'll just move on to fallout 4 yeah, now let's just move on to it now sure but they, they revealed a ton of stuff about it. Uh, that's what
0: I hear. I mean, I didn't even watch the, the, the presentation, and it, I know a lot about
1: <laughs> Fallout 4 now. It's nuts all the stuff you can do in Fallout 4. You can craft weapons, like, out the wazoo. Like, you can turn one weapon into a completely different weapon. You can build buildings. You can wire generators up to buildings and make lights your own... Yeah. Design your own lights. <laughs> wow,
0: that's, that's crazy. That is
1: crazy. What was the thing with the Pip-Boy? You can, get, you can get a Pip-Boy. Which is the gauntlet, right? Yeah, the little computer gauntlet that the guy what well, guy or girl wears in the game. Uh, apparently it's like a $120 special edition of the game gets you a Pip-Boy case that you put your phone in. And they've written a Pip-Boy app for iOS and Android that syncs up with a game to show you all your Pip-Boy menus and stuff on your phone, which you would then put in this case. So you would oh, have wow. your own Pip Boy on that would show your game information that while you play. That's crazy.
0: That is crazy.
1: Yeah, it's really super cool. And though, like,
2: though they did say the app would work without the the housing device. Yeah. If you if you just want to be that guy,
1: or if you just want you want to tape your iPhone to your wrist. <laughs> you you know what? I can it.
0: see some someone build their own Pip Boy. Yeah. Well, it's been done. Oh, it's
1: yeah. been done before. Oh sure.
0: I mean cosplayers definitely. Oh yeah.
1: I
2: mean it's it's really um, interesting. In a very uh, gimmicky kind of way.
1: Yeah, like the guy, the Todd Howard, the director of the game, admitted that like this is a huge gimmick, but it's the coolest effing gimmick <laughs> we could think of is exactly what he said, <laughs> except he swore. Yeah, but I can't yeah. swear on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah. thing about the Pit Boys and the game, they made games you can play on it. Oh, yeah, there's like little mini games and yeah. stuff. Yeah. They're like little arcade games. There's one that looked like Missile Command, and another one that looked exactly like Donkey Kong.
2: Yeah, but it, they were like uh, they were, you know, the Fallout verse kind of versions of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the Donkey Kong was like a, a communist. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. He was Menace. Called, like, yeah, he was called like Red Menace or something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, that's all right. I'll save my hundred twenty dollars and just duct tape
0: my iPhone to my power glove. There <laughs> you go. That'll work. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, that sounds that sounds really cool. Yeah, this I, is going to be really a cool. big game. Yeah. And you can still play as either gender. Oh. There was people worried that you weren't because the it's vo- the characters voiced now. Okay. And they they were worried like to save money they were just gonna hire one voice actor and then you'd only be able to play as one gender. But no, you can still be both, and they're both voiced. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, the character models do kind of look like garbage still. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, and they move like robots. <laughs> well,
0: again, you know, Fallout. It's you've come to expect it at this point.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a shame. Um, there's they show stuff before the war, like before the apocalypse, which I kind of don't like because mm. I just, think
2: you just like this. The, it, this is the world. This is this. you get glimpses of it, like where people talking and things you read. But... Yeah,
1: part part of the fun was kind of like imagining this world. You know, collecting this information as you play and imagining what maybe the world was like beforehand. But now they're just spilt, like spelling it all out to you. And it, Kind Of takes the fun out of
2: it a little bit, huh? I'm I, I still want Liberty Prime to make an appearance, yeah.
1: Liberty <laughs> Prime's great.
2: <laughs> and for if you don't know, Liberty Prime was a giant robot that America built to fight the communist Chinese before the war started. Oh, wow! And then in Fallout 3, you wake him up, and he's like, just he's this colossal robot, and he just says all these like communist era, like better dead than red, and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs>
1: They, well, the it takes place in Boston, where like this the institute is, and it's supposed to be a little bit more technologically advanced. So maybe we'll we'll see something like that.
2: Well, I also saw some the, from the original trailer, like flashes of DC too, which three took place in DC and the surrounding area.
1: Yeah, Let's see, we have Dishonored too on the list here. That was kind of a surprise. Like everybody was really into Dishonored when it came out. It was kind of a big thing, but not like super huge and it was a new ip so it was kind of a gamble at the time
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like a cross between like bioshock and assassin's creed
1: yeah or like the thief games or yeah the, the thief games yeah but they're, they're doing a sequel and uh it's cool because they you can play as a male or female character now and the design for the female character is real she just looks really cool <laughs> oh, cool cool and I, they didn't really have much more than that. There was a trailer that was neat. And it's just cool to see a game that was original and that and good, you know, getting another one. Good. And one of the other multi-platforms is this, another South Park game. This came out of nowhere. I'm so excited. Yeah. This looks
0: great. Yes.
1: Uh, South Park, the
0: fractured butt hole. W-H-O-L-E. <laughs> but hole. Let me make that clear. <laughs> Let me say that again. South Park. The fractured, but,
1: comma, <laughs> hole. There's no, There's no comma, but space. space. Yes, space bar. Hole. Yes, <laughs> but
0: uh, but no, it's coming out, and it's not done by Obsidian this time around. No, it's, it's
1: um, one of Ubisoft's internal teams.
0: Yeah, the San Francisco house, I think, is what it is What they said, but yeah, um, during the press conference, um, Trey and Matt, Trey Parker and Matt Stone were asked, you know. Hey, so we thought that uh the Stick of Truth was your last game and they said something about, you know, the thing about that is we're a bunch of whiny babies. They didn't want to make another game, but decided that they finally, by the end of the development for Stick of Truth, they figured out how to make a good game, so they're like, "Well, let's just do another <laughs> do one." Do another one. <laughs> And this looks great. It's superhero based. Yeah. Instead of, instead of, of
1: RPG fantasy,
0: now it's superhero. It's RPG superhero. But it's
2: the same system of Stick of Truth. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yep. And you're
2: still playing as New Kid. Well, I think you are You might be a different New Kid. Or you're the same New Kid.
0: Um, I don't know. Ref- in the trailer, they referenced uh, the New Kid from Stick of Truth. So oh, okay. it might be a continuation. Well, it, it does
2: kind of open up in Stick of Truth. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, Butter shows up as Professor Chaos. Professor Chaos. Ka-
1: professor chaos
2: <laughs>
0: yeah but uh but no it looks great um
1: they always God, it just looks anytime so great. they do anything different after they're done with it they always say it's the last time they're gonna do it yeah and they always go back on yeah it.
2: though to be honest stick of truth was like the first really really good south park game
1: yeah well it's the yeah, first so one they had anything to do yeah. with <laughs> yeah yeah
2: true God, man that game is so fun yeah it's i wish really there would good. have been like more like maybe like dlcs or something for it
1: yeah
0: well but now you have a whole second game yeah. so i know right there you go when consider it one giant giant you universe know, full price <laughs> dlc <laughs> that you have to put South a Park. separate disc in
2: the stick of truth 2
0: okay you know what i think let's go ahead and take a quick break
1: here and when we come back we're gonna be talking about some uh some sony stuff is
0: yep. that what we wanna yeah we want to go, yep, we're we're gonna gonna go, go sony. Stuff.
1: all right cool Nerd Overload is brought to you in part by Replays, gameware, movies, and more. Replays is the place for all your gaming needs, from retro up through current-gen systems and accessories. They even have a free customer rewards program. Mount Vernon Avenue, Marion, across from the Marion Plaza. 751-4072 or online at facebook.com slash replaysmarion. Nerd
0: Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations.
2: Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber.
0: Hi, my name is Jessica.
2: I'm Jerry, and I work at Crave Foundations, a store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations
0: Delaware, Mount Vernon,
1: Marysville, and Urbana.
2: Our website is greaterfoundations.org.
1: Find us on Facebook.
2: And we're back. That was Pac-Man Fever by Buckner and Garcia.
1: A classic. Oh yeah. Is that really a classic? No, it's terrible. (laughs) I've got that. I bought that album on vinyl off of eBay just for the novelty factor. Great. And it is. It is all just. What's the the other song on the other side? There's several songs. There's do the Donkey Kong. There's one about centipede that's really weird. (laughs) Like it's it's awful. Maybe we'll do do the Donkey Kong some other time. No, oh, yeah, we'll save that.
0: We'll save that. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're back. We're talking about video games from E3, and uh, I think we're going to talk
2: about uh, the
1: Sony what they had. Sony's press conference was nuts. Yeah. Uh, in a word,
2: <laughs> talk about talk about my body is ready. Yeah. Sorry, Reggie, but
1: Sony made everyone's dreams come true. Basically, yeah, yeah. They performed miracles live on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Final, Final Fantasy remake hd ah yeah, i know it's happening it's making me kind of side eye the ps4 like a little do I, bit do i yeah. want to
0: buy this <laughs> do i want to spend the money now
1: it's, it's- going to be multi-platform it'll probably uh, be on pc too. i hope so oh man i hope so here's my thing
2: i can't don't get me wrong i love final fantasy 7 it's one of my favorites in the entire series but why is it specifically this game that everyone loves so much that it needs every spin off in the world, a movie?
0: Because it was the biggest, you know, it it was the it was the most different of the series at the time. Yeah. I mean, they had six, which was expansive in itself. But this one was, you know, the first one in three D. It was the first one with a huge storyline,
1: a really deep, deep storyline. That's you know. true. Stole most of its material from Evangelion, well, but well, sure, sure. <laughs> It was just, it was in the right place at the right time is why it got so big. It, it, I mean, the people playing video games were at just the right age for it to, you know, speak to them at at, at that the, level. Yeah.
0: Was this like the first major game that had like a, an actual character, like an actual playable, like main character disappear two thirds into the game? I'm not going to
2: spoil it.
1: Um, no, no,
2: the other Final Fantasy games had, had things like
1: that. Yeah, has, have death, but none of them hit this way. Right. They they weren't done in such a cinematic way to where it actually affected people. you know people what I think that I, I think that's
0: it. This movie was the first this this was the first Final Fantasy, I said movie instead of game. This was the first <laughs> game that was cinematic.
2: Though there they weren't, weren't in, many cinematics in the game,
0: but there were enough. But I mean, it was like there's a term nowadays that's uh in like uh comics that's um writing in HD, writing in, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like the big it's it's what DC and Marvel do, the big huge events like the big expansive things that are like you're reading a vi- um, a movie. Yeah. And I think this was the first Final Fantasy that really kind of tapped into that. And again, you know, it hit just at the right time with the right group of kids. It was it was lightning in a bottle is what it was. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's better Final Fantasies. There's, well, oh, yeah. that's arguable. But but this one just was there at the right time. Yeah.
2: I mean, don't yeah. don't get me wrong. It is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, me oh, too. sure
1: Oh, definitely. It's not my favorite Final Fantasy, but it's up there. Top three. It is yeah. It is a close second to six. Yeah, six six is my favorite. three, whichever
0: you want to call it, you know. But yeah, Uh, I just hope they leave in this guy. Are sick.
1: Oh yeah, the the guy. The
2: the bad the bad translation.
1: The bad translation in
2: that
0: one. Like the one instance of it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Wall market is gonna be so weird.
0: Oh yeah. In
1: HD, I don't know how they they're gonna have to like make some major cuts or like, just not make it so weird. Yeah.
0: now do you think that they're going to leave in the posters for the the album Loveless by um death or um uh thirty seconds to Mars was it thirty seconds to Mars no, or it... Death Cab for cutie was that
1: it I don't know they they to were... look it up yeah. I think that came before the the band naming something that did my bloody Valentine that was it yeah they got they stole the name from Final Fantasy I think oh they did I think in universe in Final Fantasy VII, Loveless is a play. Oh, no, it's an epic poem.
0: With the album art f- by My Bloody Valentine,
1: huh? The the
0: play in the game called Loveless it derives its name from an album by My Bloody Valentine,
1: huh? Back so in it was the other. It was the other way around. It was the other
0: way around. Yeah. Huh.
1: That is weird.
0: It says that it says on I'm on the uh, Final Fantasy Wiki, and We're gonna stop reading the internet here in a second, but it says <laughs> that the uh, the woman that's in the poster in in the game looks a lot like the singer guitarist Belinda Butcher from My Bloody uh, Valentine. Huh? Hmm. Yeah, uh, crazy. So yeah, that's kind of what they did. They kind of someone someone in the development team must have liked this band and decided they're gonna f- kind of shoehorn this thing into it. You know anyway anyway uh, <laughs> do you think that that's gonna end up in the game probably
1: I don't know
2: yeah I mean the fact that it's it's finally happening uh, yeah after would... them teasing it and talking about it for for a hundred years forever,
1: and just porting the regular version of the game onto everything under the Sun yeah yeah
2: like that really bad PC port
1: yeah
0: yeah which is the is actually fixed in the steam version oh is it mm-hmm the steam version actually has a mode where you can set everything to level 99 so you can just experience the the story without having to worry about grinding.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's nice. It lets you blow through the the game in like 5 or 6 hours, but you get to enjoy the game without having to take time and spend days like getting the levels
2: and
1: everything. Hey, you can kill that big snake in the swamp at the beginning. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or uh I could finally I could finally beat Emerald Weapon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh man, that's ridiculous. Re- that I've re-
1: never actually finished Final Fantasy VII. Really, really. I always get toward the end of the first disc and and run out of steam. You know, the first
0: time I played it, I actually got I got stuck in an area that I couldn't get out of. I accidentally drove like when you get the Land Rover on the beginning of disc two, you uh you go to an area and I accidentally drove to an area where the enemies were way 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 overpowered and I could not get out because oh. I kept getting stopped by an enemy. Who would wipe out my party and, and would start the the save over? You know, oh, well, yeah. I could not get; I was stuck. So I had, so I just kind of gave up. Oh, it was around the time I had to sell off all my games anyway. So I went with them. But when I got it on Steam, I uh, went ahead and played all the way through it, and it is fantastic. I love that game.
2: Final Fantasy VII is one of the first. It was the first like big, huge, epic games that I had beaten.
1: Yeah, uh, I can believe that. That's that's part of the reason why I was doing where I still am doing that Final Fantasy project where I'm playing through all of them and then writing articles is because I haven't finished very many. I've played all of them, but finished very few. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? By the time you get to 7, maybe the, the remake the will be out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh,
0: that, that, that's not a knock. I mean, you are work, working on it quick. It would be a great kind of tie-in, you yeah. know, a little bit. But anyway, whatever. If
1: I ever get all the way through 3, because it
0: is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. You're having a personal personal nightmare. It's your white whale. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but anyway beyond uh, Final Fantasy do we have anything else to say about Final Fantasy before we we move on
1: I just can't believe they're actually doing it yeah, after I, all this time I know I heard that news and I was like this is a joke <laughs> They started
0: <laughs> with it with a really good joke
2: <laughs> The promised land has come yeah. yeah
1: like what what is this What like oh no No no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watching the trailer, like because it doesn't write out, go spell out right away that it's Final Fantasy 7 Yeah, just, like, you
2: just see like a gun, you, you see a, a gun just kind of swinging around, and then it pans up and it's attached to an arm. Yep, and then you, the, there's a whole bunch of crowd, and then all of a sudden there's a big sword, and then the logo pops up. Yeah, they
1: don't even put the, they didn't even put the name on it. No. it's just the comet.
2: It's just the comet logo. Yeah,
1: yeah that's great. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> Moving Speaking on. of other things, no one ever thought would ever happen in a million years. <laughs> Shinmu Three is a thing that I get. It is happening. It was a Kickstarter that they announced. It's now fully funded. It's yeah, it, funded
0: in nine hours, from what I heard. Yep,
1: two, $2 million dollars funded in nine hours. That's, that's ridiculous. That's insane. But that's how mu- how bad people want this game. There were what?
2: supposed to be seven.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what? They're going to make enough money on this Kickstarter to make a, a fourth one. Probably. You know?
2: Okay, for people who don't know, Shenmu started out as a Dreamcast title back in the day, the Sega Dreamcast.
1: Actually started development as a Saturn game. Oh,
2: did it? Yeah. 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 But it was I remember the commercials for it when it was coming out and it had like a guy like in a mental hospital talking about characters in the game and how he had to save them and avenge his father. Like that is the kind of marketing they went with this. The game played like a very serious martial arts action film set in eighties Japan where you're playing the son of a karate master who is killed right in front of you. And now you're seeking revenge. Batman. Sort of. (laughs) Um,
0: Chinese Batman.
2: Japanese Japanese Batman. Batman. Batman.
0: Japanese Batman. Asian (laughs) Batman.
2: (laughs) I mean, God, I loved that game. I played it so much. Trying to find all the moves scrolls and all the little secrets and all the little story arcs.
1: It's such an interesting and deep game so ahead of its time. Like, Oh, it, I know. It was open world before that term existed to describe it. To be fair, the world isn't that big in the game. Yeah, but I mean, it was still a go go anywhere, do anything
2: kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you could talk to anybody. I mean, there was all kind, depending on how, how much you dragged it out. It was like set during like Christmas time in Japan you could make it to new year because
1: I mean, yeah, real time it was in real time Yeah, it? it was yeah. real
2: time and uh you know if you were stayed out late too late um sometimes maybe your your character would look you would look at his watch and goes i should go home and then the screen fades to, fades <laughs> to black and then you wake up at your house huh or uh your uh your housekeeper would call you looking for you telling you you should come home
1: yeah. <laughs> it wasn't real time but it, there was Time passed.
2: Yeah, time passed in the game. Yeah,
1: it was a fraction of real time.
2: Okay, interesting.
1: And, Um, like, you could play... There was Sega arcade machines that you could just play, and it would play... You know, you could play Super (laughs) Hang-On or buy capsule machine toys just to collect. Yeah, they had a
2: whole, like, collection system in the game, and it tracked these little toys you collected.
0: Oh, that's insane. That's insane!
2: Oh, yeah, and then there was, like, the the huge cast of characters. Well, I mean, it
0: doesn't... It's maybe... Maybe it's not insane now. It was insane for back then.
2: Oh yeah, I mean the game had so much going on in it, and just the story was great. All the characters were different. You like you wanted to know more.
1: The fighting was like a fighting game. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You learn you learn different combos, and then you had to sit there and practice the combos before you it, it put it actually on your move list. Mm-hmm.
1: You could uh, it invented the quick time event more or less. It did the yeah, cinematic quick like time it. event. It wow. did, wow.
2: And, and the very first one you ever do is. Kicking to stop a soccer ball from hitting you in the face that was kicked by a child from down the street. That is the oh, very first one.
0: Wow. All right. Well, hey, listen, we got to. I, I, I wish we could talk more about this game, but we're we got to move quick. We got a lot of stuff to cover and really not a whole lot of time to do it. So, uh, yeah, um, for Sony, what else do we want to talk about real quick?
1: Another one Last Guardian, which was a game that Sony had been kicking around since 2009 and we hadn't seen anything since. It was going to be a PlayStation 3 game. Now it's PlayStation 4, and they had gameplay. It exists. Wow, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> it's, by, it's by the guy that did Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay, that's. I good. love those games. That's good stuff. It's like you like plays a little boy that has this big like dragon, yeah, dragon dog bird thing following him around. That's huge. and you use it to solve puzzles and travel through the environment. Oh, cool! And it looks really cool. Highly anticipated. Because I, I like Shadow of the Colossus. It, yeah, it seems like a
2: like very much like like a, a logical progression from the last two games, yeah. where Ico, you're playing the little boy hero, and then in Shadow of the Colossus, you're fighting the giant elemental gar- guardian things.
1: Now, now right. the giant thing is your friend. Yes. Right, right. Uh, we also have Dreams, which is this weird creation tool, game maker, animation studio that I don't quite understand.
0: Yeah, I we watched this. We sat here and watched the trailer before we got going, and I don't, I don't quite get it. It looks great, it looks great, but I don't, I don't understand yeah. what it is yet.
2: Uh, you sit there and make models, and then do them. stuff with them. It sounds a little out of my wheelhouse, a little too little too uh intense for me yeah
1: it's by the people that did little big planet okay well again you know world building stuff yeah. That's, that makes sense and speaking of building worlds there's that no man's sky which i don't quite get it either like it's this game that has a whole entire universe like a universe sized universe that you fly around in your spaceship and you go to planets and discover all this pre uh like can't think of the word procedurally generated uh, aliens and plant life and like you go and you discover it and claim it that you found it. That sounds like the last levels of Spore. No one will know this because no one played Spore past
0: the the creator monster phase because everyone <laughs> got bored once they got to the civilizations page because it sucked. But the last levels of you actually build a spaceship and you fly to all these different planets that, that are randomly generated randomly generated using monsters well monsters that other people create and l- uploaded online but and you just and you claimed it you claimed it so that other space colonies couldn't huh. and you mind like
2: resources, resources and conquer did. the so planets you keep
1: going yeah it sounds like the last level of spore that no one's ever played <laughs> <laughs> it, this it's kind of what it's like except it's less there's no narrative or like you got to make your own gameplay I guess Huh, that sounds interesting. Because it's first person and you can shoot the environment and all the environments are destructible, I guess, but why? Like, why would. So I can find an alien somewhere that nobody else has seen and say that I saw it, but if there's so many of them, who cares? Yeah. Like.
0: I'm sure there's got to be some other other element that they just haven't announced yet or something. Yeah, because it doesn't
1: seem like a game at this point.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's just a simulation, it's not really a game. Uh, last thing for Sony, and this is something I could talk about real quick. Uh, Street Fighter V, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. Um, previously, they had announced four characters. Um, Ryu, Chun-Li, and M. Bison making a comeback from, like, all... They've been in, like, all the other games. They're bringing back Charlie Nash, who has been in the lore since Street Fighter Two, because that is what Guile's character... That's his his war buddy that he's trying to get back. Um, but he's uh, he hasn't made an appearance since uh, Street... Fighter, Alpha Alpha Three Alpha Three, and he really hasn't made an appearance outside of the Alpha series, but he's been brought back and he's like all scarred up. He has like part zombie or something like that. He's got some and he's got some crazy powers. Uh, they introduce two new characters: um, Cammy, who has been in everything since the Street Fighter Two, the New Warriors, and Birdie, who. Primarily has stayed in the Alpha series, but was actually from the original first Street Fighter, the one in the arc- that was only arcades that you can only play as re- uh, Ryu and Ken. Ken, and he's one of the two British stage fighters. Introduced a whole new mechanic uh, for fighting that triggers special that is only triggered by using special abilities. Like uh, Ryu's the only one that can parry attacks. Like out of all the fighters, wow. he's the only one that can do that. And that, and when he parries attacks, that builds his gauge. It's called a V gauge. Chun-Li has a special, like, super jump that whenever she does that, it builds her V-Gage. Bison, he builds his V-Gage by catching and throwing projectiles back at his opponents. And when it does that, they get special abilities. Most of them are, like, a timed, like, power-up kind of thing. Like, Ryu, he, for a short time, all of his fireballs run faster and they have electricity with them. They hit harder. Uh, Chun-Li, all of her uh, moves are kind of doubled. They get multiple hits. The only one that's kind of different from that is uh, Nash. Instead of having a timed, like, power-up, he just... You can tap it, tap the, the combo or whatever, and he teleports behind the opposing player. <laughs> just... And it burns his entire bar. But for a half second, you're staring at their back, and you can just start comboing. <laughs> like, comboing crazy. And it's great. And they actually took out a bunch of features that were, like, making players want to, like, take their time and back up and, like, do charge, and, charge stuff. They took out, like, all that stuff. Like, the back dashes are no longer invincible, so you can get hit if you're trying to run away. And it's all to bring it so that people just get up and start fighting and not, like, take their time. And they like, Nice. And they actually changed a bunch of the uh, the input commands or specials. Like, there's no more 360, like, grabs for, like, Zangief and stuff. Oh, cool. And the, uh, the ones where you have to hold back for two seconds and go forward, they're all fireball motions.
1: So it's they're, a little like, more accessible. It's more
0: accessible to, to, to newer players, and it's for lightning-fast, like, you're no longer, again, you're no longer, like, hold, waiting back and then attacking or doing this and that. It's You just get up and you start fighting. And that's the whole point of Street Fighter V is to just start, just go. That's all it is, just go, you know. I'm excited. I love Street but Fighter. But so you sound
2: excited. I'm
0: excited. I love Street Fighter. You know what? I don't know what it is, but fighting games are my thing. You know, some people are RPG fans. Some people are first-person shooter fans. Sports games, you know, for whatever reason. I'm a fighting game guy. And you know what? I love it. I'm excited for it, and it's great. The only thing that I'm not excited for is they have implied heavily that it's going to be following the 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 killer the newest Killer Instinct model, which is you buy all of the characters oh, no. one uh, at a time, uh, or in like bundles instead of, uh, so you just buy the game. The game is going to be super cheap, but you have to buy all the players, and if you're a completionist like me who wants to have everything, you're going to have to pay out the nose for it. And yeah, that,
1: that's bad news. That kills me.
0: That Lame.
2: kills me. That's the only
0: thing that, that I'm not happy about. But Thanks everything Sony. else... Sounds amazing. And it's coming out for Sony and probably for PC here pretty soon. Which, well, it's actually spring 2016
1: is what the release date is. Okay. That's, let's move on to Nintendo. Let's do a quick. Yeah. Who had one of the most disappointing E3s in recent memory. I uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But let's, let's just go into it. Well, I... I take that back because the World Championships was before their big E3 announcement, and that was awesome. It was amazing. It, that was amazing. It was a great show. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. It was super entertaining. Yeah. The Smash Brothers. Yeah, the Smash Brothers went on too long, I thought.
0: Uh, yeah, it kind of did. <laughs> the, ga- the fight between Reggie the Reggie F- uh, aime the, uh, the Nintendo of America president, and the guy who won last year, that was kind of, eh.
1: That guy was a jerk. He was a real jerk. <laughs> to Reggie, of all yeah, people. Yeah,
0: yeah. Unless unless they told him backstage, hey, just come out here, just give it give it to Reggie. Yeah, but which they may have, they very well may have. He's you know Reggie Fizamae. He has no problem making fun of himself. Yeah, in anything that he does, <laughs> he kind of he kind of loves it. He kind of yeah, he kind of loves it. Ever since the my body is ready thing, he's really kind of rolled with it. But uh, the whole thing is great, and it wrapped up with um, Super Mario Maker, right? Yeah,
1: it was Mario Maker. The the guys at Nintendo's Treehouse, which is their big localization and department they made their own super hard mario maker levels for these guys to play through and whoever got through them the fastest won the world championship they're crazy it's a lot of them reminded me of have you ever heard of a, a, a super mario
0: world uh, rom hack called kaiso mario Kaizo, yeah yeah it reminded me a lot of Kaizo Mario and Kaizo Mario is uh, near impossible to beat. I've on.
2: seen I've seen I've seen videos of it. Yeah. It's nuts.
1: The yeah. last level they did was very super meat boy. Oh yeah. There's a lot of wall jumping. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, saw blades. Yeah. But that's
0: <laughs> uh that was great and it's coming out When is it coming out? Mario Maker? September
1: 11th. But it ended up being down to a guy named uh, John Numbers mm-hmm. which was a guy from one of the the Best Buy qualifier events that yeah. we went to. Yeah. Yeah. Not the one we went to, but yeah. one we, of them.
0: Did we see which one that our our qualifier? Yeah, dro-
1: dropped out of BSG four thousand or whatever. Was the guy from from Columbus yeah, that, that went to Chicago? That went to Chicago, and he dropped out in the second underground match. That what was the second underground match? Super Metroid. Okay, he dropped out during the Super Metroid part. Huh. But he owned Zelda. There was a part where they had to finish the first Zelda dungeon. And he was he blazed it.
0: That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. We should try to get him on the show actually. We should. Yeah, we should try
0: to get a hold of him. But uh but no, it it was amazing. It was I uh, it was unreal. I lo- I watched every minute of it. I was at work, and I watched most of it on my phone. But uh I I loved it. Yeah, it was a
1: great show. I hope they do it again. Yeah, same here. But then the next day rolled around and they had their E three their regular announcement thing and I was underwhelmed by some of the stuff they had. They had that new Star Fox, which, I mean, looks cool, but it's not a big surprise. We knew Star Fox was going to be there. But it's an IP that they haven't touched in a long time. Yeah. But like I said, it wasn't a surprise. I mean, you knew it was going to happen. Okay.
2: I'm just glad for a new Star Fox game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're bringing the tank back, and then your Arwing can actually transform into a weird Velociraptor-like creature thing, robot.
1: There's a cool, like, gyro plane that can drop a little robot on a tether that can go into little tiny crevices yeah the voice actors are coming back yeah
0: from star fox 64 do a barrel roll
1: unfortunately the story and levels and stuff is mostly the same as 64 it's a reboot yeah it's a story reboot yeah you didn't say it was a reboot but it basically is a reboot
0: (laughs) it's a reboot in so many words yeah Okay, moving on from uh, Star Fox.
1: There, there's a Metroid for 3DS that doesn't have Samus in it, which is something I don't think anybody would want. Well,
0: I, I agree with that. What it's what that game seems to me is that they were that they were using the engine from Metroid Prime Hunters to make a new game, and about halfway through development, they decided, you know what, this is so much like Metroid, why don't we just use the assets from Metroid and, and put it, put the name on it. I don't know. I'm kind of excited. This It's it's interesting that, I again, I would love for them to have a new Metroid. I would love it. That would be amazing. I, I want a new Metroid. But at least they're taking the time to pad out the universe. Yeah. Which is something that they haven't done with a lot of their other IPs. It shows that they still care about their IP. And maybe, maybe they're working on a Metroid thing that just isn't right yet. And they need something to get Metroid back in people's minds, you know? Yeah.
1: And it's by Next Level Games, the people who did Luigi's Mansion, and that was yeah. good. I mean, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. It's just disappointing that it's not the game that I want to play.
0: That's also where Blast Ball came from, yeah, which we talked about after afterwards, and all kind of said, you know, that looks an awful lot like Metroid. And then yeah, it turns out it was kind it of was yeah, kinda Metroid.
1: Blast Ball was like the second round of the World Championships. It's a game like three
0: robot soccer. Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah. Okay.
0: We talked about Mario Maker. Wait, one more thing okay. about
1: Metroid. One more thing. I don't like how the art looks. It looks like uh, Fisher Price Imaginex presents Metroid. Yeah, it doesn't look really good. <laughs> they they look like these chubby figurines that I don't I don't like it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look very good. Okay, <laughs> we talked about Mario Maker. Do we have anything else to add about that? No. Okay, Legends of Zelda. We did not get an announcement for the uh, uh, Zelda U. I have a feeling it's because they're holding off for whatever the next console is going to be. That's probably going to be a launch title for the NX or whatever it's going to be. They might be. do
1: what they did with Twilight Princess and, where and, they and split it both. over the two. That's yeah. probably
0: what they're going to do. Instead, we got one. I'm a
2: little heartbroken on that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, every,
0: everyone is. And that's kind of why everyone's upset with Nintendo and saying why they lost the E3. But anyway, they announced uh, Legends of Zelda Triforce Heroes on the 3DS, which uses assets from uh, Link Between Worlds. Correct. It,
1: yeah, it looks really good. I mean, it's a it's kind of like four swords, but with three people. Yeah, it's a three player cooperative. Yeah, which is interesting. It's
0: really interesting. Yeah, what it looks, looks like
1: it'll it. be fun. But once again, it's not what anybody wanted. Yeah. Uh, just gonna
0: blaze through this next one real quick. Yokai Watch. It's a huge game in Japan. It's like uh, Pokemon, but with um, ghost monsters. Ghost monsters. I don't know how it's going to translate over here. I'm gonna check it out because you know it seems kind of fun to me. I'm into the Japanese monster kind of stuff.
1: Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, there's a Mario and Luigi game, but oh. the twist is it's got Paper Mario in it too. Yeah. I was hoping the real twist was that uh,
0: Mario, uh, Mario RPG Legends of the Seven Stars or whatever would pop up somewhere as well. Yeah. Like the original Square Enix one.
1: Or the twist is that Wario and Waluigi are in it. That yeah, would be cool. That would but... be super cool. The
0: last one, and I can't believe we didn't write it down on the whiteboard, Earthbound Beginnings.
1: Oh, yeah, that came out at, right before the World Championships, they announced it. Yeah, that is amazing, because that is...
0: Uh, those of you who don't know, Earthbound, in Japan, for the Super Nintendo, it's actually uh, the sequel called Mother 2 to a game that came out on the NES called Mother. We never got the original. We no, never got it the It was fully
1: one. translated and ready to go, and the Super Nintendo came out, and they're just like, we're not going to release it. And now we have it. And now, now it's we on have the it. virtual console on the Wii U. Yep, and I heard... Uh, and I know we said I my projection was that they're
0: going to announce Mother Two or Mother Three for uh, American localization. They didn't do that. But if you're playing Earthbound Beginnings and there's a there's like a, a building in one of the things where you can't get into it, and it's supposedly like the de- the game development house or whatever, and uh, like a little jokey thing that pops up saying that they're working on Mother Two when they when they when you knock on the door because they were working on the next game, they've retranslated it to say that they're working on Earthbound Two, which is probably Mother Three, which is. I'm saying is them saying. I think, the,
1: I think the original translation had that in it before.
0: Well, it said Mother Two, which would have been Earthbound. So they would have, if they would have translated it. But the regular, they, they would have said,
1: "We're working on Earthbound in here." They did the translation like way, way back in the early '90s, and the game then was called Earthbound. Okay. So it says we're working on Earthbound Two, which would have been the Super Nintendo okay. one. Okay. Well, well, either way, I don't know. I. T- I'd like to
0: believe that it's them slightly hinting <laughs> that, hey, hey, we're going to put this this game that everybody everybody
1: wants. I was kind of half expecting them to announce that at their yeah. at the second E3 thing, that that was going to be on Virtual Console 2, but no. I mean, that would have been a big deal. That would have been a Final Fantasy VII remake level big deal.
0: It would have. It would have. And, and you know what? If Nintendo knew that Final Fantasy VII was going to be announced from Sony, I bet you anything that they would have done something with Mother 3.
1: Yeah. I mean, having the original mother is almost a Final Fantasy Seven yeah. level deal. I, yeah. mean, it was, I was super surprised. That's a
0: really big deal.
1: Really
2: I'll say you guys deal. were like hardcore, like squeeing out on, on uh,
1: Facebook. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, they announced a bunch of uh, Amiibo stuff, um, you know, collect- we, can always... we can always talk about that next time. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did hear that they didn't announce, but I heard that they're working on, they're working on a Star Fox R-Wing. A tra- but they're trying to figure out how to make it, both transformable and cost effective, huh? So they're going to make a little transformer toy, yeah. toy amiibo, huh? Yeah, I mean it's probably going to be like that. But it it might be also like a base for like your your fox amiibos or whatever. Anyway, and there's something with Skylander. It's eh, I don't yeah. care. I don't care
1: for that. There's a speaking of transformers. There was a Transformers game too that we don't have time to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. We there's might just, have to roll some of this stuff in the next we're, week. We're going to have to. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to. We might have
0: to do like a. a, a Wrap up, wrap up. beep, so, beep, beep. Yep. Anyway, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. We are out of time. Uh, check us out each and every day over at
2: nerdoverload.com. Facebook.com forward slash Overload website.
1: That is the Facebook page. Go like it's there. Or on Twitter, you can follow us at nerd underscore overload. So
0: email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. We would love to hear from you. We would
1: love to hear from you. We would actually,
0: lo- here's, okay, our listeners out there, people who know about games and care about games, I'm asking the question. Who won, and I hate using those terms. Yeah. I hate those terms, but it's the best way to describe it. Who won E3? Which developer, which game console, which one did the best job? We want to hear from you. Put it on our Facebook. Put it, send us an email. Put us on our Twitter. We all pay attention to this stuff. We are asking your opinion on
1: things, so please get yeah. a hold of us. Uh, we are really out of time. Right before we go, who won? Sony. Sony. Who won? Sony. Yeah, I'd have to say Sony. So it's, we're pretty but, unanimous. Okay. To...
0: If they didn't announce Shenmue 3 and Final Fantasy, if they only announced one of the two, would Sony have still won? Yeah. If they didn't announce either one, who won? Nintendo. Nintendo. Okay.
1: So, we're, so <laughs> what or, we're saying or, is Microsoft
2: or, lost. Or, 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 D- or DICE for, for their Star Wars stuff. Oh, well, yeah.
1: there you go. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft didn't do bad. It but, was but better than usual. But they didn't do as good.
0: Yeah. So, okay, anyway, we're out of here. See you next week. This show was sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations.